1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Business Matters presented by Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union, where we delve into the stories and insights of leaders and change makers in our community. I'm your host, Rob Capello, and today we're joined by Amanda Henley, franchisee at Pure and Simple Cologne. Amanda, thanks for joining me today.
2: Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for having me.
1: No problem. So, um, your journey in the re- restaurant industry is, uh, a, a testament to resilience and innovation, if you say the <laughs> least, as we talk about, uh, you've been through some challenging times and, and I love to kind of explore a little bit of sort of, you know, when you started out and where you are today, but before I do, I'm curious if we can just chat a little bit about, I'm always curious about like, what were you doing before? Like before mm-hmm. you, um, uh, started working with Pure and Simple as a franchisee. Uh, what did your life look like? What, what industry were you in at that time?
2: Yeah, I feel like we kind of have a bit of a unique background to for someone who got into the restaurant world. Uh, yeah. Originally, I was actually a high school teacher. Okay, I, and then I started. I worked in uh, the at Fraser Valley Women's Institution, so uh, Corrections Service Canada. Yeah, yeah. I worked there for six years as a teacher. Uh, And then I started up my own business uh, called Memory Momentum, but I was able to work from home a little bit more while my kids were young. Um, All the while this was happening, my husband was RCMP and we had made our move from the Fraser Valley to Princeton for four years. And we almost like, you know, we lived very, very rural, like we didn't have cell signal at our place for four (laughs) years sort of thing. Uh, and yeah, a friend approached us, a really good friend, and said, "Hey, what do you guys think about this kind of entrepreneurial opportunity?" And uh, I think we were open to change. We were looking. We really always wanted to get to Kelowna. Yeah. Uh, we thought it would be in in the policing way, but at this right. point, uh, yeah, Ryan was kind of Ryan's, my husband, who okay. um, who's the he and Ken are the the main franchisees who are, who okay. originally signed signed up and everything and but we went into this as a family and uh we made the leap so he actually left RCMP, and we moved to Kelowna, and we opened december 2019 so timing Indeed. wasn't exactly yeah. ideal uh and obviously everything unfolded after that like the pandemic was r- literally just in the had spawned yeah <laughs> essentially Amazing. right it was right around the corner so uh we we ran it as long as like as long as we could the, yeah. the two of us and he ended up going back to uh RCMP uh um, so as a reservist which means you know you it's kind of like a teacher on call sort of thing you work yeah. as as you can and or as needed and uh I've learned how to run the restaurant entirely on my own
0: <laughs>
1: wow
2: <laughs> I used so, to just kind of help with the front and then I was like okay well I guess do we're everything. ready now yeah yeah so if you go
1: back I'm curious like so what like what was specific about pure and simple that resonated with you? So mm. you, know, you wanted to get to you had you had a taste that sounds like of entrepreneurship, and then you wanted to get to Kelowna, but there's lots of other options if you wanted to franchise. Like why pure and simple? Where did that alignment come from?
2: For sure. We we had looked into other um, you know, smaller, uh smaller employee groups of of franchises and stuff that wouldn't maybe need uh so many employees right, to run right, it. Right. That right that peace concerned us for you know our being so green in the industry uh but we so as we we went to you know some trade shows and some franchise shows and uh someone had mentioned pure and simple to us like you should really check this out it's it's a budding brand back east yeah and i think it would be a good fit and plus you know Kelowna doesn't have really anything like mm-hmm. it so we actually went back east to uh burlington just outside of toronto and yep. i'm from, i'm from that area and we tried it out and we just fell in love with the concept, the yeah. restaurant. We we're like, Kelowna needs this. We want this. Like, we came yeah. back to Kelowna missing Pure and Simple. Yeah, food. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I can't wait till we open just so I can eat there all the time. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, and so we 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 took the dive, but That's we awesome. the the seven to three concept for us was a right. huge selling. That was outweighed the risk we thought with a bigger employee group. Uh, right. We have we all had coaching background and we had played you know s- sports at the post secondary university level and had coached that level and we just thought okay well we can learn the restaurant part yep. it's it's the people part that would be tougher but we just thought well if we're all coaches and leaders that gives us hopefully a skill set needed to to lead lead a team and we didn't know we were going to be doing that in a pandemic but. Yep.
1: <laughs> but off we went. So, but so off we as, went. Yeah. as you said, you started right in really the heart of the pandemic. And how did you navigate those early days? Like, how, like, what kept you going? Because I know, you know, you talked about how Ryan went went back to, you know, um, RCMP, but like, how did, it? like, you must have been staring at each other going, What have we done? Like, how, like, did, did, was there, I'm sure that you went through doubt and there's a whole bunch of emotions that you must have Absolutely. gone through. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: You continue to go through it because, restaurants and i i know mm. we speak on behalf of someone we are not out of it like right. we're in it for years still it's just just playing catch up partly for us because it hit us right out of the gate like we mm. just didn't get that traction we needed to to establish um you know the the familiarity of our brand name we didn't even have a delivery believe it or not when we opened because delivery and breakfast wasn't really yeah. that kind yeah. of a thing yeah 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 um, and it doesn't, it's actually not that long ago, but really that the pandemic in 2020 revolutionized the delivery and takeout market. Yeah. And so when we shut down March of 2020, um, and like you said, that the thought process that you continue to go through, like you just, you don't really have time to say, you, you could get hung up on the what have we done, but right, you just, right. hey, we're in it. Let's just keep, we just got to keep moving forward and solving problems. Um, and thank goodness the franchise, you know, they they gave us lots of support and they set up all the delivery and takeout as well, which helped, mm. you know, get us a little bit of traction to get open sooner than later, yeah, because yeah. you could only open for takeout for a while. You couldn't open for any dining. At all. In.
1: Right. Right.
2: Yeah. And, um, it's tricky too, because for new businesses, we didn't qualify for certain, um, grants, grants. and subsidies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so it It was hard, it still is hard. it's going to be hard for years, uh, and we just keep looking at it as you know it's a survival mindset, and we don't want to be in the mindset of um, the doubt and the what have we done. We just have to you know keep swimming ultimately for lack of a better phrase and
1: Interesting. so uh, how how much of your business today is? take out delivery, like, is is it still because it grew, obviously, well, a part of the pandemic, it was all but now people can come in, it's been like, so is it still a pretty big part of your business?
2: It is definitely significant, like, Hmm. and I don't think delivery, especially through platforms is exactly profitable for a lot of businesses. But we look at it as hey, it's marketing, our name is out there, those people probably still come in and, and eat maybe because of this. Um, and it, it it allows us to reach a lot of people at lunch times and stuff for you know the the ease of delivery so that that piece is great. Um, as far as percentage, actually, I haven't looked at it recently, but probably in around twenty percent.
1: Oh wow, okay, so significant though.
2: Yeah, it can be like it it, it does waver in some days. It will surge to like thirty <laughs> yeah, percent. Yeah. It's it really is. Uh, well, the restaurant world itself is is really hard to predict.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: especially the last few years, there's, there's been no consistent trend or situation every year. Right. Yeah. You don't so. know
1: Thursday, every Thursday is going to be busy. You just don't know that.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah, well, yeah. we, it's like we, one day to the next, sometimes we double and we're, like, but it's supposed to be quiet. Today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do <laughs> we manage funny. this? So you got to love the, you got to love the the rush of it for yeah. to, to be in it. That's for sure.
1: Interesting. When that, when I was doing a little bit of, I mean, I'm familiar with Pure and Simple. I've been there for breakfast. I'm curious when I was doing some research, it's described as like a gathering place, like a community place, like that's when those words that kind of came out, came out a lot. And how do you guys sort of foster that sense of community in your, in the restaurant? Like when you come, when someone comes in, like, how do you guys do that?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that you asked that because I'm actually from a small town. And so okay. this piece was quite important to me, uh, which, and I've, I've been in the front, like I've, um, we just hired a manager that's starting um, in the coming week, but otherwise it's been Ryan and I have been the ones running the restaurant as best we can. Uh, And it's been harder to be out with the guests because you just get so busy running everything else, you know, behind the scenes, but Uh, as we grew and as we opened like we've developed such great friendships with with regulars who have come and people come and do do business and work like Mm. it's like their office away from home kind of thing you know we know their drinks we know their meals that's cool Uh, we have people who love certain tables and you know when we can we sit and have coffee or we it's we we've definitely fostered what I feel like is a is a mini niche and community within um, you know we have families that come every weekend and, yeah. and things like that and that's so that fills our cup you know mm-hmm. like it 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 feels good to f- uh especially being newer to Kelowna in 2019 it, it feels like All we right. have our own little um connections uh at the restaurant so
1: so what do you want when someone walks into your to your place like what do you want them to feel when they visit? Like what, what, you know, you've touched a little bit about sense of community and for someone who maybe hasn't visited before, like what sort of experience can they expect?
2: Yeah, I love the idea of of just that extra hospitality, like the warmth and how I've kind of coached our staff is, I want you to greet our our guests like like we would be greeting someone coming into our home. Like, thank you so much for coming. We're so All happy right. you're here. And we genuinely feel that way. Uh, and, and, and in coaching other people to help or in coaching our staff to help convey that, that can be challenging at times. Mm. Everybody's coming with different skill sets and and whatnot. Right? right. Um, but that's the piece that we just, I feel that there's been something that didn't quite come out of COVID the same as far as that hospitality goes and that warmth. Mm. And sometimes, and I don't want to say that for everybody, no, but no, I do feel enough. like that there's that sense of um there's just a, there's a lot of stress there's a lot of things that everybody's dealing with all the time right so if we can t- kind of go the extra mile to just you know make that eye contact provide that sense of warmth and community and we're so happy you're here like that gratitude piece that's the piece we're trying to convey that we'd like to think we're trying to s- stand out and 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 foster that feeling of of community like thank you for coming in uh, as as best we can it doesn't always get conveyed especially but... if, we're, if we're in a rush but that's Fair our enough. that's our goal for sure
1: so what are some of the from a food perspective like for people again that haven't experienced it what are some unique offerings you have what are, what you know what 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 can people expect from the what what they're going to be getting for breakfast or lunch like what mm-hmm. what, what can you speak around that
2: for me um and and thinking back from when we first experienced it too like the the freshness and the quality of the mm. food really spoke to me it didn't um it just felt like a higher quality meat especially which and now that I'm behind the scenes I can yeah, speak yeah. to that <laughs> Yeah. uh our coffee I love our coffee and I feel that sometimes some breakfast places have kind of a weaker coffee Yeah, yeah right. and <laughs> I love I I sought that out when we first went and tried it out I'm like but do they have good coffee? <laughs> <laughs> it's important for uh, breakfast. So. <laughs> it is. It is. And um, fresh avocado. I love that. That is a big part of a lot of our dishes. Uh, it's uh and a lot of the fresh, like all the fruit, is very fresh. And right. um, so, yeah, I would say the quality of food and the freshness of food is what really spoke to me. And, and I think is what is really great about our brand.
1: Do, do you, do you get involved in, are you able to get involved? Because I I would assume in the restaurant industry, there's constantly changing menu specials, like evolving things like that. How, like as a franchisee, are you, are you involved in it? Are you like, or do you kind of just get handed? Here's, here's an idea that we tried at office or or is it a little bit of both? Is there a little bit of a two-way communication when it comes to that sort of stuff?
2: Yeah, they're definitely very open to feedback, Hmm. uh, you know wh- whether or not it goes all the way to sure. to what's what's served, uh, it's it's hard to say. But it's uh, I would say it's a warm environment as far as a work uh, relationship with with the franchise as well. And I would say a bit that's tricky is that because we span Canada and we're newer right. to the West, there's. Um, there's, there's a heavier influence from, you know, the taste buds of the East, sure. which actually it can work. It works for us too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think as we grow in the West too, the, we'll start to see, I think a bit more influence, but for yeah. me, I think even just that fresh avocado piece and some of those fresher pieces, I feel right. are um, a good fit, especially maybe for the West coast or West side. Right. Um, but yeah, there is a, there is a lot of um, kind of going back and forth in a good relationship that way for feedback
1: interesting so I I know being a well a restaurant in order to begin with then a franchise owner's significant commitment how do you balance personal business like you said you're you know you're running late because things happened and you're busy you're here like so how do you balance the two family business and all that and where do you find time for yourself and all that
2: yeah that's I don't know yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, get back. I'll get back. To yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> can we do
2: like a revisit this podcast mm-hmm. in a year? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for for me, the mindset is you just you just weather weather the storm, for lack of a better word, as far as balance goes. But at the same mm-hmm. time, we just we try to find the joy in the work, so that. If, if there's not time for social or whatnot, then at least we're having, we're getting that, that, that piece fulfilled in a kind of a different way. And for us, for me, I'm, I'm so happy. Like we, we've really fostered a fun professional environment within our staff as well, our staff group. So going to work considering I have to be there seven days a week, at least I really, really enjoy the people I'm with. Yeah. Um, so that piece is great because we're seven to three as much work as it is I get up early to make sure yeah. the family stuff is organized the admin is organized that's my peaceful time <laughs> and and then at least I get I have the flexibility of getting off early so that I can then go and okay now we're now we're on mom time and whatnot so
1: Interesting. so what drives you then what motivates you like what just to do this and and, you know, what gets you up in the morning and what motivates you through the day? Like, where's that drive for you?
2: Oh, that is a really good question. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think, again, like, I, I love the people I work with. So that yeah. piece is easy for, for getting yeah. up. Yeah. The organization of it, the really trying to make it um, into something that you envision, that challenge of doing so, um, right. helps. I have another business that ev- completely involves organization and systems. Okay. And so that has really helped me stay organized with, with the yeah. restaurant and, yeah. and balancing everything for sure. Uh, and I, I, I do enjoy it. The, the challenging part for sure is that it's just such high volume, like ongoing commitment. Right. So it's, it, it'll be nice to get to a point where we can have more of a break from it, like as a yeah. family unit. Yeah. But at least the work itself and the people itself, it, that makes it easy to kind of get up and enjoy your day. And I still get to walk my kids to school. Yeah, which I still is great. get to pick. So you know, having those like pockets of fill in your cup kind of thing. Um, I it, love it. It helps. It helps. So.
1: And you yeah. get to eat good food all day.
2: I get, I actually don't even eat that much.
1: There yeah. You're like, play. I got no time to eat. <laughs> yeah.
2: I do like the garden fresh or the avocado toast and our yeah. crepes are all gluten sensitive. So that's kind of fun too. That, that's that helps awesome. me out. But, uh, and again, the the guests that come in, the customers, like that's kind of my social cup too. Cause I get right. to chat and visit with, with everyone there. So.
1: So if, if someone's listening and or considering potentially, owning their own franchise and it might be in a different vertical. What I mean, you, you, you went through it like the hardest time in an industry that probably got affected, you know, other than tourism, probably the most when it comes to the pandemic. So how, like, what advice would you give someone? So someone is starting out. If you went back yourself, would you give mm-hmm. yourself different advice? Would you, you know, someone's looking at it today, what, what are some of the learnings you had that you could share?
2: Uh, Definitely the, the, the getting organized, uh, mm. having systems in place and really mm. understanding that, like with with the the bookkeeping, with the like restaurants, all about systems front oh, and back my. for the efficiency. Efficiency so, so important. Mm. Um, working with the different labor groups, that's been like what we went through in COVID. You didn't yeah. have as much selection, you know, so we had right. to kind of put up with some, some things uh, right. fr- from people that were more challenging that we wouldn't have to do. And I don't even... I don't even have to deal with any of that now. Uh, So it's easier to put in like clear lines that if people cross them, then okay, like, you know, get the right people in here to, to make it a a really, um, a really nice place to work. Yeah. So yeah, I would just organization, know your boundaries to make sure you get the right people um, and know when you don't have the right people. It's, it's not a good fit time to move on because really protecting that culture by getting the right people just makes everything else like you get to focus on all the things to grow your business and and run it well uh when you have a good team in place so the the people is is probably the biggest piece and then be organized.
1: Interesting. (laughs) So is there any final thoughts, messages you want to share with like listeners about about pure and simple one experience or or even even you know the the ability to support local businesses and community support because I know that's a big part of your guys's you know brand as as pure and simple and um so any final thoughts around that just for anyone that's listening
2: yeah uh I would say well I mean we would love to support the community in any way we we can even if it's in in small bits and pieces uh but the the restaurant world alone like if even if just the kindness of as people go in and as we treat people who come in that goes such a long way. Mm -hmm. I feel like the ripple effect of whatever piece you, whatever role you play in the hospitality role, whether it's, it's a guest or a staff member Mm -hmm. that, that kindness has a huge ripple effect, I think for, for everyone. Um, So in, in the wake of like all the stresses and the huge, huge challenges that everyone's gone through, like I would love the idea of like, the hospitality world being the place where you can show up and get that experience yeah. that, and that exchange of support and kindness, even if it's just over a meal, you know, mm-hmm. or about the meal.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and I just think feast like coming together over good food is just one of the best things ever.
1: Love it. Of course. <laughs> I, I agree. And I think that's, you know, thank you for sharing your journey today. And I know it probably wasn't easy for you as you started out or even today, like you said, you're still recovering. I think, you know, your you, food brings people together. I'm, you know, I'm an Italian. Yeah. So food is part of our culture and, and having dinners together and going out for dinner together and I breakfast understand. together. And I think that's important for people that are listening is, is, you know, if when you're, if you haven't tried it yet, Saturday or Sunday, whatever day it is, go try it, like pop on by. And I'm sure they'll totally. see you there.
2: <laughs> um, you will. You will. And it is, it's one of our favorite things because we have this nice, beautiful, you know, window at the pass, right. that, where you can see the kitchen and the servers. And we, we often come, we love when the babies come, because we want the babies to sit close That's to awesome. us, so we can get the cute fix and <laughs> love seeing, you know, people are on dates, people are on, uh, we have a senior group that comes every That's Sunday awesome. morning, and we get our senior fix, like, yeah, mm-hmm. we, it, it fills our cup to see all the different reasons that people gather together at our, at our place. It's, it's fantastic.
1: Well, amazing. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for joining me and and telling us a little bit about the story. And and I know you guys have amazing food, so I would encourage listeners, if you haven't tried it, to go and try it. So thank you for spending some time with me today.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Rob. Lovely to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you too. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and share the podcast with your friends so we can get the word out. And until next time, thank you for tuning into Business Matters and have a great day. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye.